Good day, everyone. Welcome to Saturated in Scripture. Greetings, friends. You are tuning into Saturated in Scripture, a weekly devotional program designed to help you taste and see the sweetness of the gospel in Scripture. This podcast is a ministry of Grace Point Presbyterian Church in Sydney. My name is Elliot, and I'm your host for this program. Every week, we gather across our city and our world in order to pause to hear what God has to say to us through His Word and Spirit. This year, as a church, we are working our way through the entire book of the Psalms, and the aim of this is to dive deep into God's Word so that we may firstly gain a greater sense of clarity about who God is and what His plans are for the world. But we do all this so that we may know who we are in light of all of this and how we are to live. This is a reminder that our readings for this week is Psalm 65-69. to Psalm 65-69. to It's a bit more readings than a usual week. Um, And our psalm in focus for this episode is Psalm 67. If you're able to, and this will be very helpful, uh, let me invite you to keep your Bibles open. But please do this safely. I know some of you listen while you're driving. Uh, Please be sure to keep your eyes on the road. But if you're just listening along and you have a Bible around in front of you, let me encourage you to leave that open as we hear God's Word. Psalm 67, and I'm reading from the NIV translation. It says this, May God be gracious to us and bless us, and make His face shine on us, so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. May the peoples praise you, God, may all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, God, may all the peoples praise you. The land yields its harvest, God, our God, blesses us. May God bless us still, so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. This is the word of the Lord. Friends, why do you have what you currently have? Why do you have what you currently have? Have you ever asked yourself that question before? Why do you have the career, the relationships, the wealth, the connections, and the opportunities you have right now? You see, the Bible gives us a lot of answers to that. These things are never an end unto itself, right? You don't have a career for the sake of a career, a family for the sake of family, or treasures for the sake of treasures. There's always a purpose, a reason, a goal. And today, Psalm 67 gives us a really clear answer. You see, the entire context of our psalm for this week is blessing. We see this in verse 1, right? May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine on us. Uh, This sounds a lot like the blessing of Aaron in Numbers 6, verses 24 to 26. It's a request for God to give us good things, chief of which is actually God himself. But it's interesting that the word blessing comes up again in verse 6. Yet notice that the psalmist sees the harvest as a tangible expression of God's blessing, right? Verse 6 says, The land yields its harvest. God, our God, blesses us. 
In other words, the Bible is extremely clear that God's blessings has many forms. It is profoundly spiritual, right? It is being saved from sin and being in a right relationship with God. That's why we speak of being saved by Christ as a blessing. But here in the psalm, we also see that blessing is sometimes material. It's a harvest. It's having enough to eat, drink, and be merry. And, and sometimes it also means being able to have more than enough. Church, by that measure, I would say that most, if not all of us, are actually blessed. You see, you didn't just have breakfast, lunch, or dinner today. You probably have enough in your fridge for tomorrow. And it's probably not just enough, it's more than enough. You didn't just pay your bills for this week. Uh, open up your banking app and it seems like you may have enough for next week. And if you're stewarding your finances well enough, then maybe you might even have enough to survive three to six months without working. It's not just enough, it's more than enough. These are God's blessings over your life. Sure, you've worked for it. I don't doubt the investment of time and energy and wisdom and training, but I'm also certain that I don't have to convince you that even you know that none of this will be possible without God's blessing. So here's a question. What are we to do with that? Well, you may be surprised to know that we can actually enjoy it. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 warns us about the dangers of wealth, but also speaks of God who provides us with things for our enjoyment. Praise God, right? And that means we don't have to eat our meals feeling guilty. They are a gift from God. We don't have to fill up our cars with petrol feeling like we're doing something wrong. They are from God. We are to receive it with gratitude. But Psalm 67 also makes something really clear. Are you ready? We are blessed in order to bless. We are blessed by God in order to bless others. How do we do that? Well, I want you to notice the direction of Psalm 67. The blessings that God gives to people never stop at themselves. Rather, it's always directed outwards. Remember verse 1, may God be gracious and bless us. And then notice verse 2, so that, that's a language of purpose, so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among the nations. In other words, the psalmist is asking for God's blessing, but he wants to use this blessing to direct the world to God's greatness. That's the point. That's the purpose. Here's one more. And this works better if you have your own physical Bibles, right? But look at verse 3 with me. It says, may the peoples praise you, God. May the peoples praise you. Now, look at verse 5 with me. Do you notice something? Verse 5 says the very same thing as verse 3. And this here is not a printing error. This repetition uh, functions as quotation marks. In other words, this tells us that verse 4 is actually the very center of the psalm. And what does verse 4 say? May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. That's the center of the psalm. And so as mentioned, 
This entire psalm is about blessing. But more than that, this entire psalm is about blessing in order that we may draw the world's attention to God, that they may praise and worship God. So, why do you have what you have? It's for enjoyment, no doubt. But even more significantly, they are gifts that ought to be used to draw our world's attention to God. Through our generosity, through our sharing, through our kindness, the world will know that our God is a gracious God who blesses in order that we may bless others. Now, verse 7 makes that clear, doesn't it? May God bless us still. Why? So that all the ends of the earth will fear or will worship Him. So here are some implications. First, I think it's important to recognize that most of us are actually blessed. Now, we don't always feel that way. <laughs> I know that many of us actually do struggle financially or materially. Interest rates are rising, cost of living is rising, you're calculating every dollar and cent. But here's the reality. If you have even a bit of savings, even a bit of extra food, even a bit of extra clothes, then we are indeed blessed. Perhaps not by the world's measure or standard, but certainly by God's, right? Church, can I encourage us just to recognize and be grateful to God for that? You know, we live in a world where we are made to feel like nothing is ever enough. Maybe we need to just pause, look at what we have, and say to God, Lord, thank you for all of these things. That's the first implication. But then secondly, I want to encourage you to consider how you can use all of these blessings to show our God to be the great giver. This can start by maybe giving to the ministry of our church if you don't do so already. Uh, this way you can literally support the work of making Jesus known. Or maybe you can do this in a relational way, right? To buy someone you know a coffee or a meal, to give to a cause that is important to you, to set aside money to give to important appeals. It's interesting, isn't it? A body of water that doesn't move is a cesspool. But a body of water that is constantly moving is alive. God is calling us here to be a spring of living water that doesn't just nourish all we come in contact with, but also functions to draw people's attention to the source. Church, we have truly been blessed to blessed. So, here is a point to ponder. Who are you going to bless this week? Now, I'm going to let you work out how you're going to do that, right? But today, I want you to answer the question of who. And that's going to make things extremely tangible. And you never know. The act of blessing may open up an opportunity for a spiritual conversation that could change someone's life. Who are you going to bless this week? There's something for you to think about. So let's pray together. Our gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you for your word to us. And we thank you that you have truly indeed blessed us with so many things. If we were to pause and to count, we can think of a thousand, no, ten thousand reasons to praise you for all that you've done. 
And so, Lord and God, we pray that today you, by your word and spirit, will draw us to see that we have been blessed to bless and help us to apply this in a very practical and tangible way. Help us, dear Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you, friends, for joining us here another week at Saturated in Scripture. I hope and pray you've been able to taste the sweetness of Scripture with us. Until next week, the light in the law of the Lord.